Hey y'all, what's happening? It's the Melody and Ooze here. Join me each week where I tackle different issues related to black culture and life. You'll laugh, you'll cry, but most importantly, you'll be inspired. Peace. Hey Muses, welcome to episode 13 of the Melanated Muse podcast. This is our final episode for season one. I am your hostess, Leah Marie. In this season finale, we will be doing a brief recap of our podcast and its current outlook and a review on the highlighted events of 2020. What a wild ride it's been this year. So buckle up your seatbelts and let's go down memory lane. So in our first segment, Have You Heard, which is where I review certain topics that nobody's really heard about in the news or in other sources. We're going to kind of do a brief recap um, of season one. So you know starting out i didn't really have any prior experience when it came to audio or things of that sort and i don't really know or understand the art of podcasting but every now and then i would listen on spotify to various podcasts preferably within you know the sector of you know black life and within the black community and black culture that's what my main go-to's are every now and then i'll dabble into other eccentric podcasts but that was kind of my um main interest and i also have other peers that have podcasts as well that's kind of my inspiration um behind starting this podcast so i would listen to those you know just for the sake of listening and for entertainment. And then, you know, one day I thought to myself, hey, you know, if they can podcast, why not you? Um, So for a while, a good several months, this is during quarantine earlier this year, I did a little bit of research. Um, I would listen to podcasts too, just to kind of, you know, get information. and you know i'd try to come up with different names and at first i was gonna initially title this podcast lift every voice because i wanted to you know make it geared towards people within the black community but apparently that name has been taken um shout out to cory booker <laughs> i didn't want to be sued for copyright infringement um so one evening when i was sleeping in a dream um the name the melanated muse just came to me and then that's when i was like that's it i'm gonna name this podcast the melanated muse it sounds catchy right um it sounds like it could be fun and relatable and so yeah i had the name for the podcast the melanated muse Um, and basically what the purpose is for me to be kind of an inspiration to, you know, people of color 
um, especially when it pertains to art and music, which um, by definition is what a muse is, an inspiration for those two areas of interest or disciplines, what may have you. Um, and it wasn't easy in the beginning. Um, in the earlier episodes, there was some trial and error. Um, I know when it came to the audio, when I first started out, like my first episode or so, the audio was not the best. <laughs> um, yeah, we had audio issues. Um, not as much feedback um, as I would have liked. Um, what else did we have? I, I remember I even tried to have a guest come on one time and the entire interview, I guess, apparently wasn't recorded. We were just sitting there talking, you know, on, on a video platform that is. Um, and I had to reschedule my first, very first interview at the time. Um, and that was a while back. But it was a good conversation too during one of the episodes and I had to kind of, you know, revamp the episode I would have had the interview on to another episode, another solo episode. And so throughout the season, I've been doing solo episodes and I didn't really get my first guest episode until basically last month, I believe. No, not last month, but a couple months ago. When it came to getting guests, it was kind of hard because, you know, you have to contact people <laughs> and network. Yeah, and that took a while. But it's it, it ultimately got easier. You just got to text people and say, hey, what's up? How you doing? All this simple pleasantries. And then just slip into the conversation somewhere. Hey, um, I'm looking for more guests from a podcast. Would you be interested? And see what they say. So that's kind of, you know, how I would get my guests. And that's kind of the method of how I'm doing it now. Um, yeah. And also along the way, um, I, 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 I'm learning as I go along. Um, like I said, it's not easy. Um, clearly with podcasting, you have to have a certain specific goal in mind to kind of like shape what your content. And that's something that I'm still learning. And, you know, like I said, as a host, I'm always trying to find ways to kind of improve and, you know, make this brand, you know, more, I guess, marketable and more attractive because podcasting is a new, relatively new market and a lot of people are gearing to, are, are gravitating towards it because people want to hear what other people have to say. They want to have a more closer encounter with their creator rather than just observing them merely on a screen which is pretty dope. So now we're gonna talk about promotion and audience engagement. And so with that, um, shortly after I came up with the name, um, I started to do a little research and I started to make a little Insta page initially. I think an Instagram and Twitter page. And so far I only have 63 followers, which is okay. You know, we're making progress. And I think the hardest part is just keeping the followers and the listeners engaged like you don't know how many times I would like post and repost like posts I would make about having guests or um um promoting the episodes that I would have just to keep people excited um and looking forward to it and you know I've gotten 
very little you know feedback and some likes here and there and very few reposts um initially from my peers yeah it's 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 tough trying to keep the audience engaged that's probably like the hardest part because you want to you know make sure people tune in and right now i'm trying to currently brainstorm certain ways to make more cooler more fun graphics that people could gravitate towards to because everything these days is clickbait and clickworthy and you want to try to keep people's interest as much as possible so promotion i am definitely going to work on trying to find other social media graphic apps and tools either on the computer or the phone to see how i can attract more followers and keep listeners engaged and you know want to slip a little side note in there please leave us a voicemail on anchor and also do not hesitate to send us an email or a dm on our social media or our email melanatemus20 at gmail.com we are always looking for feedback send us feedback because without audience engagement the podcast will never grow so you know i would appreciate if my listeners would really give me that engagement give me that feedback what am i doing wrong what am i doing right you know um so yeah that's on audience and promotion we're still working on that that's a work in progress so now we're gonna move on to the episode highlights and i'm gonna have my little phone here um so we're gonna go on the anchor app right now um typically on the anchor app it kind of shows your analytics and even um online and you are going to look at some episodes that i've gotten you know the most plays and the most played episodes that we've had so far the highest is um 21 plays for episode 7 crunch time apparently that was a big hit and then behind it we got episode one like my very first episode get your knee off our necks that was the one um that kind of highlighted the death of george floyd and it kind of gave us a gave you guys a brief overview of um the black lives matter movement then following that we have episode two beethoven was black that was kind of a more funny one because i saw that um my inspiration for that episode was based on a meme that i saw on twitter and it was pretty funny and amusing then we got episode five it's a totally different world and that um it was kind of a homage and a homage to the show a different world a dope show by the way it represents hbcus and that one was actually non-scripted i didn't have time to write a script that day so i had to kind of just wing it and plus i was tired and i was kind of didn't really know what to talk about i was kind of out of ideas for content um then we have good trouble that was a very special tribute episode that i did to um john lewis had recently passed in july and it kind of highlighted his career what he did as a person and how we can keep his legacy alive then we have basically my podcast trail which is not an episode i don't know why it's counted as an episode there that kind of introduces me the host and the purpose of my podcast and we're going to update it for season two so stay tuned for that and then oh so tied with episode three we also had the last straw episode eight and that was basically kind of like me expressing my frustration 
about, you know, the current events that have happened and what was going on um, when it came to the Breonna Taylor case and what was what was happening in 2020 at the time. And this was shortly before we took our hiatus in October um, because due to school and work obligations. And then in the other episodes, we have a small amount of plays here and there. And, you know, with that, I want to tie it back to my previous point about uh, promotion and audience engagement. It, it, it takes time. That comes with lots of promotion, constantly reposting, constantly retweeting. I mean, you know, keeping the audience hooked. So, you know, so far, um, we've gotten a decent amount of plays. Um, so far, we have a total of 146 plays. And I've established an audience size of six people. So hopefully season two, we will hopefully we will, we will double that and quadruple that because it's a new year, new possibilities, you know, I'm excited, really, really, really excited. Um, so now we are going to go right into the analytics. So, so far over the past six months since, um, you know, we've been on these streaming platforms. We've had the highest amount of plays was about 35 plays, which is not bad. It peaked in like September. And then within the Anchor app, it kind of gives you like a breakdown of all the analytics and all the plays I've had. Um, the highest obviously has been episode seven. And then we're going to look into the audience details. And apparently I have majority of you guys are listening from the States. Shout out to the States. I appreciate that. And then throughout the other countries um, in the Western Hemisphere and towards the East, we have a small percentage of people that are listening. So I appreciate it that the Mill Names podcast is kind of going worldwide. Um, we still have a long way to go. So um I'm not complaining. And then when it came to the listening platforms, a lot of you guys have used other streaming platforms and um, highest being 30% and Anchor 25, which is pretty cool. I appreciate my Anchor listeners. Um, Spotify was 19, close to 20%. Not bad, not bad. Um, Apple Podcast is a little bit lower, tied with Overcast for 12%. So... Yeah, um, I need to probably promote Apple a lot more in those other um, streaming platforms because I know a lot of people are tuning in on Apple products. So we're going to go to the audience demographics and obviously 0 to 17. Nobody's listening because it's not, teens don't really care much for that type of stuff. But teenagers should listen up and young people too listen when you get the chance. Um, The most popular age demographics is... Is listeners that are um, within my age range, 18 to 22, and around um, 23 to 27, the young adult um, age demographic. And the highest is 42% for 23 to 27 years old, which is pretty dope. And close to that is 35% for 18 to 22 year olds, which is pretty dope. And then the adults that are about 28 and up got a very small percentage and we got a couple senior citizens that are listening which is pretty dope and now we're gonna go down to the gender 
obviously in the title muse it kind of relates to you would think it kind of has a female connotation so obviously this podcast is geared towards female listeners i see some males and some non-specified that's all right um people of all walks of life all orientations are welcome to listen because i want to start a conversation um i wanted to make it kind of intersectional you know so those are kind of the breakdown of um our analytics so far um like i said 2021 is a new year and hopefully we can quadruple that um i haven't really had any recent activity i'm at one of my good friends samira who was a guest on one of our episodes a while back she had favored my podcast a while ago miss josie hunter um who's the host for old soul flow on spotify and other streaming platforms you should definitely check her out she had sent a voice message a good five months back shout out to those two they're the greatest um that's the recent activities that i've gotten so far with regards to analytics and so now we're gonna segue into the lessons that i've learned so lesson number one that i've learned of podcasting do more research and when i started off um i kind of did it on a whim i didn't do as much research as i should have um that also ties into being more prepared when it came to content and promotion because if i'm not prepared if i don't have a plan about how i'm going to execute my podcast and what i'm going to talk about then what's the point of really having it um another lesson number three um have a purpose know what the purpose of your podcast is and i know i've had you know instances where i would tell my family members even friends hey you know this podcast is not doing good i'm suffering with engagement you know and they're like okay what's the purpose of your podcast that's the only way people are going to kind of rock with you and stick with you and be supporters know what your purpose is if you don't have a good purpose of what your podcast is then your content's going to be all over the place um listen to other podcasts um that's one tip i got from this recent um spotify for podcasters convention or what may have you that kind of you know was a little seminar or webinar may a webinar oh gosh i keep messing up my words i might have to edit this out um it was a webinar that took place a couple weeks ago um earlier this month in december and um it kind of you know preps young podcasters um for i guess the podcast market and it gives like certain tips on how to be more creative and engaging with your podcast and one of the uh tips was to listen to more podcasts because when you listen to other people's podcasts not only will you be inspired but you also you know pick up on some ideas that you can incorporate that they've used to make your podcast a bit more enhanced and improved so that's another lesson and i guess the biggest one of all is being consistent it was one thing i learned when it came to podcasting so far is that i have to be more consistent regardless of whether i get feedback or not i have to be more consistent i have to keep posting content whether people like it or not so um there are times when i wanted to quit when i didn't think that my podcast wasn't as engaging i wasn't getting enough likes but i've learned that you know it's just important to keep pushing regardless of what what feedback you get so 
those are some of the lessons that I've learned and that's kind of a brief recap of what has happened over season one so hopefully season two will be better season two will be more improved season two we're going to try to come up with a more consistent um episode schedule and we're going to try to make it more listener incorporated if that's kind of a phrase that i'm looking for or more friendly so uh stick uh stick around for season two i'm excited um hope you guys like to recap and so we're gonna go into a brief break what's up muses it's leah marie hope you guys enjoyed that brief break right now we're gonna go into our next segment of the show it's called fyi aka for your information and this is a new segment that i've decided to incorporate into um our podcast to make it more fun relatable and to kind of inform you about what's been going on so right now in um fyi we're going to be um doing a brief tribute to we're not actually going to do a brief tribute we're going to kind of highlight some of the black celebrities who have passed on um this year in 2020 um 2020 was definitely a uh, shocking year we lost so many amazing heroes so many icons um either to covid or to natural causes and i made kind of a list so i'm going to be reading this off the screen so if um i bore you you can uh grab something to eat something to drink it's going to be a minute <laughs> i'm going to read this little obituary that i made so First off, um, Kobe Bryant. I believe a few episodes back, maybe earlier in the season, I, you know, mentioned how his death had really had me shook. It happened earlier this year during the beginning of the spring test of my junior year. I had just gotten back from winter break. Um, I, every, that, weekend i think right before his passing i was just living life just chilling you know getting myself situated for the first day of spring classes and then sunday afternoon lo and behold um i got a call from my aunt telling me that kobe bryant had passed in a helicopter crash this was shortly after he had passed because he'd passed away um pacific on the Pacific time zone um, in California. And like I said, um, he, he I got the call um, saying that he passed and that just turned my world upside down. It, 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 it messed up my mood. It kind of set the tone for 2020, if you really think about it. Like, once I heard that news, my semester was never the same and I, I i heard about conflicting reports at the time saying that his wife was on there or his kids were on there and people were just spreading false information about it and then the final report i i guess stated that um kobe um and seven other passengers no eight other passengers 
um, nine, including his daughter, had passed away on a helicopter crash on their way to his daughter and her teammates game that morning. And when I heard that, it was just so sudden. Um, I don't really know what to do. I don't really know what to think because, you know, it's Kobe Bryant. This guy was like a five-time MVP world champion for the LA Lakers. He was a shooting guard. He was a black mamba. He would dominate the court, dominate every game. I didn't really follow him as much as a kid, but I knew who he was to respect this game. Like, this guy is a childhood hero. And, you know, his work his work ethic was insane and then his daughter Gigi who was basically was supposed to be his heir because she would have dominated the WNBA um, had God not taken her home she was a rising teen star herself she was only 13 years old she was um, on the cusp of finishing middle school about to go into high school and she basically had a bright future ahead of her and to see her young life and those other victims lives being taken away in a helicopter crash is just appalling and it still kind of hurts um and kobe was quite young too 41 years old um you know he literally just got into retirement he he like three and a half years ago i think or no three years ago actually he literally just retired he was trying to enjoy life with his family he was um getting more into art music and even podcasting and he was basically building up his own little empire and trying to spend more time with his wife and his children. And this helicopter crash just deprived him of that. Like, it just stole everything from him. And now it's been almost a year that they've been gone. And every now and then I would look on Instagram in my timeline at, like, old photos and videos of them being happier. And then, like... I remember, like, shortly after his passing, like, between the time of his passing up until early March, all I could think about, all I could, like, obsess over was Kobe Bryant. Like, I started watching his um, motivational videos about the speeches he would give about having a good work, work ethic, and that would, you know, inspire me during times when I was struggling in my classes. I haven't, at one point, I made my own little Spotify tribute playlist to him. I think it was called Rest Easy Mom or What May Have You, and he just had, like, songs that would kind of probably relate to his life and his basketball career yeah it, it it was a mess and then a month after his passing i was fortunate enough to watch his entire memorial service and it was a tribute fit for king it was bittersweet but you know it was a good send-off you know and kobe is a legend you know um he he's now with the ancestors he's now in the bosom of abraham um, resting in the arms of Jesus, hopefully. Um, and Gianna, she seemed like a sweet girl. Um, she had a promising future ahead of her when it came to basketball, and she had so much potential. She and those other, rather, I think two teammates, they were honored recently in the spring um, in the WNBA draft. They all, three of those girls, got um, honorary jerseys. Um, Gianna, I believe, Peyton, and I think Alyssa? I do not remember the other three, two girls' last names, but they were all, they all got um, honorary jerseys. I forgot what NBA, WNBA team that was, but that was, oh no, it was UConn, I believe. I think it was UConn. Um, yeah, that was the team that Gigi wanted to play. Had she lived and had, you know, finished high school, she would go off to college and play for them and eventually the WNBA, but 
rest in peace to Kobe and Gianna Bryant. Um, what happened on that fateful day of January 26th um, will forever be etched in our memories and your memories will never go away. Your spirit, your legacy, your love for basketball will live on in everyone that you've touched over the years and the time that God had you on this earth. So rest in peace to Gigi and Kobe. See you all in heaven. Um, the next celebrity that I want to highlight is Pop Smoke. Um, I didn't hear about his death until shortly after Kobe passed. Um, it was in February, and I, I don't. I think I found about his death on Twitter. Um, apparently, that's where I get all the celebrity news and whatnot. I don't really know who he was. Apparently, he was a pretty young rapper. He was around my age, so. It's pretty sad. He was an up-and-coming rapper. I think he came with a recent song. I don't think I've heard it, or maybe I've had, but I never really had the time to really listen. But he was a pretty young rapper. He had a problem himself. What happened to him was inexcusable. I think he got shot. That was probably the cause of death. Um, it's sad, you know, that the industry just takes advantage of young talents like him and who knows what may have happened. Um, so rest in peace to Pop Smoke. Um, your memory will live on forever. Next, another celebrity that unfortunately passed away was Jeanette Dubois. She was an actress and a singer-songwriter in the 70s um, and 80s. She, I remember her mostly from good times um every weekend when i was a child um my family my mom and i mostly and eventually my sister um we would watch reruns of good times and she was one of the main characters she played Valona, who was the evans family's next door neighbor and also the neighborhood gossip um she was funny she had charisma she had wit her 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 she had really good comedic timing um that's all i kind of remember her from and i think over the years i would see in various episodes and maybe movies and apparently she 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 was very underrated as a singer um most notably she was known for writing the theme song and singing it singing the theme song for uh the jeffersons moving on up um in the big apartment in the sky um yeah she seemed like a phenomenal woman um i wish i got to see her in more movies and i wish i had more opportunities you know in tv and television but we were blessed with her presence um, while she was here. And I believe her cause of death was cardiac arrest. Um, this was back in February, I believe. She died unexpectedly in her sleep in her California home. Um, so rest in peace to Jeanette DeBoise, Valona. Um, hopefully we'll see you in heaven in the big apartment in the sky. Um, the next celebrity death that I want to highlight um, is Bill Withers. Now this cat, he seemed like he's very underrated because like he was very low key um, in the industry. I don't think his music really got that much recognition. Um, most notably, I remember listening to his music a lot on this um, smooth jazz station that um, is no longer on air. It's been off the air for about 14 years. Smooth Jazz 105.9 WJZW. It was based in Washington, D.C. Um, 
when they were on the air um my family and i specifically my brother and i every day every weekend we'd listen to the music on that station it was our main go-to station um they would play in that rotation um their playlist they would play bill withers um and his music was very calm it was soothing it was reflective um i think a couple bill Withers songs they would play in rotation would be uh, lean on me ain't no sunshine use me i believe lovely day and just the two of us which was a collaboration between him and grover washington jr who also passed on about a little over 20 years ago um so that's the that's the songs i'm kind of familiar with him but apparently he had i think he has a documentary or something but apparently this guy was very underrated as a musician and he didn't get that much props as he should and eventually i think in 1985 that's when he kind of quit music and kind of went underground and went low-key and just spent the rest of his life i guess trying to focus on his family and his marriage and wife and things of that sort and i think recently in 2015 he was honored with a award or something and a tribute which is fair because he needed his credit and i'm glad they gave him his flowers while they did and to hear that he passed was very heartbreaking i think he passed away from heart complications which is quite sad in itself um and i think that was in late march early april of this year his passing next we're gonna um discuss andre harrell so andre harrell was a former record record executive um and the founder of i believe uptown records back in the early or late 80s um and one of the acts that he some of the acts that he had you know managed and discovered were heavy d and the boys joe to see mary j blige um that's all i can really think of right now and one of his interns was p diddy puff daddy um who at the time i think was an ar executive or something and he would go on to found bad boy records um in 1993 shortly after that but um apparently andre harrell um is the father of new jack swing um he helped you know shape the new jack swing sound along with teddy rowley and babyface and all of them and i think i'm i my first memory of seeing andre harrell was in i think one of the tv one musical documentary miniseries of musical documentaries i think he had highlighted he was there um to highlight you know i guess one of the groups that he had managed and to talk about you know their rises and their falls in the industry so that's kind of how i came um into contact with him and not in contact but that's how i kind of discovered him and when i heard that he had passed i was like whoa that's kind of crazy because it was shortly i guess after bill withers passing this was like in may or something i didn't find about his passing until like i tuned into the instagram versus battle on ig live between jill scott and erica badu and i think at one point in their ig versus battle they had shouted out they had kind of you know shouted out andre harrell and i think they kind of paid a small tribute to him because he had passed around the time their live was held um so rest in peace andre harrell thank you for um being a big pioneer in the new jack swing era and and i hope you keep it funky in heaven (laughs) um the next celebrity death i want to highlight is lil richard lil richard i think passed away around the same time as andre harrell 
and then the next person we're going to be talking about betty right um little richard is one of the founding fathers of rock and roll um he was known for his very flamboyant styles his perms um his weird stay on stage antics his his very uh diversified piano playing style and just being all around fabulous and you know throughout the industry well throughout his career he would go on and off again in the industry because you know he was a, a he grew up in the church but you know he had some you know grew up with certain issues about his sexuality and you know when it came to religion and faith and eventually one day he just decided to give up you know the music all secular music altogether his career the fame and he was he went on to you know follow jesus christ and pursued christianity and you know he hasn't been the same since like all i could talk about is jesus you know um i think the last broadcast that i saw of him on tv ever his last on tv appearance was on this um i think the three angels broadcast network which is a seventh-day adventist um tv channel um and he had been on the interview with one of the hosts and i think one of the founders of the network and he basically talked about his career he related it back to his early upbringings and his religious roots and he basically talked about you know how god was probably chasing after him all this while but he wasn't really heeding the call it wasn't until one day he decided to just give it up all together and just pursue god and maybe i'll link that in the episode below but he he really spent the rest of his later years just you know pursuing god and just sharing his faith and his testimony with people and that's a real testament to that because you know doesn't matter where you are in life god will find a way to hunt you down and bring you back to him so rest in peace a little richard um i think his name is his real name is richard pennington or pennington i don't know if i said it right but hopefully you are resting in the arms of jesus and you found peace next person or celebrity i want to highlight is singer songwriter betty wright i think only know one song by her and i'm pretty sure some of you old heads may know who are listening the cleanup woman um i think i saw that on a rerun of soul train one day when i was like in middle school or high school that's kind of how i got to know her but apparently betty wright just like bill withers was very under underrated um i think she had another hit called tonight's the night um like in the later 70s the clint one was in the earlier 70s but apparently um betty wright was a powerhouse in her own right um she passed away at the young age of 66 her birthday just passed i think recently on winter solstice yeah 66 is so young um but apparently her music has been sampled in many current hip-hop and r&b songs and you know i don't really know much about her but apparently she her legacy will never die um she like shaka khan and aretha franklin she's up there when it came to singers um and the likes of her so not much is really known about her um but she was like a really great song writer and singer and i hope she is singing loud and proud of the angelic choir in heaven so rest in peace to miss betty wright um next celebrity you want to highlight is john robert lewis um 
earlier in the season I had done a special tribute to him because he had passed um, in July I believe it was um, pancreatic cancer he was diagnosed last year and he had been battling for some time um, John Lewis um, is a great icon of the civil rights he was you know one of the young people who were on the front lines um, for racial equality and justice in America. Um, he's most notably known for participating in the sit-ins. Um, he was known for leading, you know, the bloody Sunday march. Um, I think he was the one that was um, also famous for making that intro speech to kind of get people riled up before they saw the main event, Dr. King, on the march in Washington. Um, he had served um, his district um, in Atlanta for well over 30 years um, as congressman. Um, he had, you know, clashed with Trump on certain policies. He, he was a good friend and I think possibly a mentor to, you know, our 44th president, Barack Obama. Um, he seemed, you know, to love life and to love people and was always, you know, a very cheerful spirit from what I saw um, from his memorial service. Um, he left a legacy. He was just the boy from Troy with the dream, really. Um, so, yeah, to hear about his passing was quite heartbreaking. I guess the last public appearance that I probably, um, that he was part of was um, visiting Black Lives Matter Plaza, I believe about weeks before he had passed. And I guess that was his um, version of him being to the mountaintop because he knew he wasn't going to, he wasn't going to make it. So that was the last time I think any of us ever saw him in public. So rest in peace to Mr. John Lewis. Thank you for making good trouble here on earth. Um, and hopefully you're making good trouble in heaven. <laughs> so rest in peace to you. The next civil rights icon I kind of want to highlight um, is C.T. Vivian, a little bit older than John Lewis. Um, he was an icon in his own right. He, I believe, was a pastor of a church, and I believe he had worked with Lewis and Dr. King and all those other great civil rights leaders to, you know, lead, um, to lead our people to racial equality and justice. Um, that's all I really know about him, but he was also instrumental in the struggle for civil rights. Um, he passed, I believe, about a week and a half after John Lewis passed. So these guys, actually no, I think they passed away within a day of each other. Cause um, C.T. Vivian's birthday was later in July. He had passed away shortly, like about a week before that. So we lost two big icons in like within a day in July. So. That was pretty crazy and very uncanny. Um, but rest in peace to C.T. Vivian. Um, you were a powerhouse in your own right when it came to civil rights. And hopefully you're preaching a really good sermon to those angels up in heaven. Rest in peace, sir. Now, we're, 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 we're making it to the home stretch. I have a long list of names, so bear with me. Um, if you want to take a break and get more snacks and drinks um please by all means do what you can um but 
Now, the next celebrity that we're going to highlight is Chadwick Boseman, who was an actor and a playwright. Um, he unfortunately passed away at the age of 43 in August of colon cancer. Um, but the crazy thing is, though, like he had been battling colon cancer for literally four years. And throughout those four years, he never said a word about it. He never disclosed it to anyone. And it shows how very strong and how dedicated he was to his craft like he didn't want people to pity him you know he wanted to just keep you know making art and that's what he did he powered through those chemotherapies those surgeries those treatments like a man and with pride because he he gave everything he had into the roles that he had and i think around that time of his diagnosis he was really starting to take off as an actor um he had starred in the first couple marvel movies as black panther um they introduced his you know his character as black panther and a little over two years ago he had gotten his big break in the movie black panther which was pretty monumental for the black community because it had an all-black cast and a black director everything about it was unapologetically black um that movie you gotta watch it if you have and it also has a really good hidden message when it came to the progress of our people and some of the traumas that we still um face um and that movie is really monumental because you have the first black superhero that looks like us that black people like myself and young black people like myself could identify with and he really made an impact and i think that's you know the most notable character that he's known for black panther t'challa he was our king and other roles that he played he played other icons like james brown thurgood marshall uh who else jackie robinson i think actually the first i ever saw of uh, chadwick was jackie robinson like back when i was in high school and that was really good like he really embodied that character i honestly thought that was jackie on the screen for a split second um but yeah this man dedicated his life to his craft he really put in the work and everything about his energy was like seemed very ethereal um, I never met him before, but just to see him on screen, you could tell that everything he did was with a purpose. Um, his facial expressions, his body language, his overall character, like, he, he walked with integrity. I think I was listening to a motivational speech just shortly after he had passed. Um, he made a commencement speech at Howard University's um, 2018 commencement ceremony two years ago. Um, I think one of the lessons he learned in the, you know, entertainment industry, um, was you know not selling out i don't know i think i might have paraphrased it but he um apparently got offered a role to play the stereotypical black character that was fatherless and that was kind of involved in the street life on this soap opera and he decided to turn that down because he was tired of having people like him being portrayed in a negative light on screen and his he he set out to you know portray our people in a positive light so he took on more positive roles and he didn't compromise himself you know just for a quick buck or just to say he did the role or just to sell out he he, he represented us in a good life by playing reputable roles um by playing icons that really that our people really looked up to that you know we loved and we cherished and chadwick is an icon himself he's now with the ancestors um he will forever be our king
Um, but there's only one King of Kings, um, and that's Jesus Christ. But Chadwick, um, thank you for, you know, blessing us with your grace. Thank you for blessing us with your talent while you were here. 43 is so young. Um, you know, rest in heaven at the King of Kings' feet and at his throne. Rest well, buddy. Um, the next celebrity death I want to highlight is Natalie DeSalle Reed. I believe an episode or so ago I had mentioned her um, in my episode with Lydia. Um, she had passed away about two weeks ago now. I believe, well, actually, no, three weeks ago because it's been a little while. Um, from colon cancer, um, which ironically, Chadwick, well, coincidentally, Chadwick Boseman was diagnosed with. Um, so she passed away from colon cancer on December 7th, and she was diagnosed earlier this year. And my only member of Natalie DeSalle Reed was in a, the Cinderella movie with Brandy. Um, she was also in BAPS. I think I might have seen like clips of it when I was young. Um, I don't think I remember her from Eve, but I didn't find that out until I saw a video about it. Um, and I think I remember in Tyler Perry's Medea's Big Happy Family, she had played the sister who was kind of jealous of the bougie sister. Um, but yeah, Nellie DeSalle Reed was underrated as well. She was a very bright young talent. She was 53 when she had passed, unfortunately, and she had so much to offer as well. She was actually currently this year gearing up to uh, bring a onstage adaptation of the movie Babs, and she was going to reprise her character as, I think, Nikki. Um, and she was working with that with her fellow co-star and, you know, she was so happy and excited about it. But when COVID came, it kind of like derailed the plans and they were going to open it back up, you know, this upcoming year once COVID died down. And um, unfortunately, she never got the chance to see that through because she had passed. And I think also in her later years, she was trying to become a director as well because she wanted to direct her own films and I guess have her own content and own it. And unfortunately, we'll never get to see what will possibly be because, you know, she passed away from this horrible condition. And apparently I found that recently in, in a statistic, recently statistics that have shown that, you know, black Americans, we are more than likely to get colon cancer and specifically younger black Americans who are more likely to be susceptible to colon cancer. I don't really know what's that, what, what that's all about with this colon cancer thing. Um, it's cancer in general is just horrible, horrible. Um, so rest in peace to now DeSalle Reed. I hope you're making God and the angels and Jesus laugh in heaven. Rest well, sweetheart. Um, so last couple of um, celebrity deaths I want to highlight. Um, I hope you guys are hanging because this has a quite, a quite, quite a long list. Um, Tommy Tiny Lister, he was best known for his role as Debo in the Friday movie franchise, um, and he kind of reprised his character um, over the years in various social media outlets. Um, Tiny passed away, I believe, shortly after Nellie DeSalle passed away. He passed away from complications due to COVID-19. He was about 62 years old when he had passed. Um, Apparently, he was kind of like a gentle giant. Like, he, 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 he can be intimidating, but he, he had a heart of gold. Um, he was also an occasional pro wrestler back in, like, the late 80s. I think it was in a movie with Hulk Hogan. It was kind of race-related. Um, and obviously, you guys who are probably fans of the Friday movie franchise may know him as Debo. 
he was neighborhood bully and nobody messed with him because if they did they would see stars <laughs> and i'm talking about the ones in the sky um he would really give it to you if you messed with them and so all around i don't know much about tommy tiny lister but he seemed like a really dope guy he was also a believer i think in one of his last videos that i saw he had um you know quoted a scripture about you know all things working together for the good of those who love god and he you know made a shout out to jesus christ and apparently in the video he was not well um you know and so that was quite unfortunate that he had passed um who knows what he would have done he would have probably i think in his case would probably had you know done more mentoring with the youth and things of that sort um because he seemed like he really cared about the young people and he wanted to bring out about the next generation so rest in peace debo hope you're taking it easy on the most high in heaven right now um and rest well brother the last celebrity death i want to highlight um is john ecstasy fletcher who was the rapper and member of the 80s rap group houdini he had passed away i believe about a week ago actually yeah about a week ago now it was shortly before christmas um um his cause of death is currently unknown but apparently you know he was part of the rap group back in the 80s houdini i don't know if y'all remember houdini um i'm wasn't born in the 80s so i really didn't know much about 80s rap but some of the songs that i like are friends um one love and the freaks come out at night um that's all the songs that i'm kind of familiar with um but apparently houdini had a sound like no other they're also probably credited as the early pioneers of new jack swing because they kind of were the first ones to kind of you know incorporate infused elements of r&b and hip-hop into their music so shout out to houdini um restful mr ecstasy john fletcher um your legacy in rap music will live on and hopefully these young cats could learn a thing or two from these old rap heads so that's just a brief that's just a brief obituary of all the celebrity of the celebrities that have passed on um i'm gonna um make sure i put up a link of the celebrities that have also passed on besides them so you could kind of educate yourself and learn more about their careers their lives and maybe honor their legacies so right now um to kind of segue from that we're gonna um kind of give a little brief brief overview about you know what happened in this 2020 election so this 2020 election i'm pretty sure you may have heard me mention it a few episodes back it was it was very very crazy very crazy it was a lot of divisiveness a lot of bickering back and forth between the two you know candidates and it was very interesting i might say i think the biggest highlight was the debates like trump was being trump you know shooting off his usual rhetoric and biden was trying to be cool calm and collected about it and you know the rest is history as they say um so far it's been about a month since the election results have been in and trump is still making a huge huge fuss about the election being rigged and making all kinds of conspiracy theories and claims when in all fairness the election was fair from the start and biden has well over the required amount of votes popular votes i should say over 300 votes he he's the declared winner of the presidency and trump has to come to terms with that because come january 20th 
Biden will be elected. He will be inaugurated. He will be sworn in. And Trump's going to have to be out. But apparently Trump is not giving up a fight. He's going to keep fighting to get his way because it's either his way or no way. And it makes me, it reminds me of a child that's spoiled and that is always used to get in their way. And the minute they don't get their way, they cause a temper tantrum. So that's basically what Trump is doing. He's causing a temper tantrum right now. Um, so I don't know what that's going to be about. Um, I have some news stories that you can look at concerning the 2020 election results and what's going on with the Trump administration. He's also pardoning a lot of people, which you don't understand. I think he's trying to cover up his tracks, but you know, investigators are going to come and they're, he's going to have a day of reckoning when it came, when it comes to that. Um, so he's not in the clear for long. So if you want to enlighten yourself on what's been going on with the 2020 election, if you care to do so, I will be posting the links in the episode show notes. Um, so right now we're going to go into a quick break. I think I've said a mouthful. This has been like the longest. muses hope you guys enjoyed that quick little break now we are about to go into our final episode final segment um of this episode um called daily musings and basically this segment kind of focuses on me giving my personal opinions on what has been happening in the news so far And so the first topic, obviously, I'm sure you're tired of hearing it. We're going to talk about COVID. COVID clearly has done a number on us this year. We've lost a lot of people. There's more people that will die today and those that have already passed on from this horrible disease. Although, um, I think about an episode or so ago, I had mentioned that we have vaccines coming along the way. I'm a little bit wary about them. There seems to be a lot at the end of the tunnel, but... My thing is, I want to know what's in those vaccines. Will they be beneficial? Are there any side effects? Because people have various conditions and ailments. Um, so COVID-19 clearly is not going away yet. Um, it's going to be a while before vaccines have been distributed throughout, you know, the U.S. Um, in all 50 states. Um, if you haven't gotten tested, go get tested. Tests are still out there. Wear your mask, practice social distancing, um, be diligent with how you congregate and how you interact with folks because germs are everywhere. And if one thing COVID has taught us is that, you know, we have to be very extra careful and cautious about our sanitary practices. We have to be careful how we interact and COVID has definitely changed how we interact with each other because now we're, we're still doing virtual gatherings and virtual parties and virtual classes. Um, it's going to be a while before we go back to in person, a very long while. Um, COVID is also the great equalizer, um, when it comes to death, because it doesn't matter whether you're rich or poor, famous or not famous, COVID, COVID kills and COVID will shut you down. So please do your part, stay safe, do your research as, um, as well because it's still novel and i think i heard recently that there's a mutated strain somewhere in europe so 
I don't know. I'm a little bit scared. If we get that mutated strain, then that's a wrap. The whole country may as well just shut down at this point. But please be safe. Um, practice the safety protocols and the social distancing. And hopefully this will be the last time I talk about COVID because personally, I'm tired about talking about it. Um, due to the fact that I see it constantly on, you know, the news and on my screen 24-7. It's like all they talk about. But this is kind of the new normal and the reality that we're living in right now. So just hold out, stay safe, and yeah, you'll be all right. And so now I'm going to go into some personal reflections of 2020. And forgive me if I get deep. Um, I had to think about this for a while. One, one thing that 2020 has taught me so far, um, it really has taught me that, you know, life will not always go according to plan i'm pretty sure like you um like many others we i had plans um this year clearly <laughs> um they didn't include me having a steady job for almost a year or starting this podcast um but yeah and, um, i was gonna finish school um get ready for my senior year um probably participate in various senior activities. We would have gone on vacation, uh, visit a family like we usually do almost every year or so, but that didn't happen. COVID kind of ruined that for us. We had to stay in the house. We had to do social, I mean, remote learning. We had to kind of comply with the socially distanced practices. We had to wear a mask. We didn't get to visit people as much, or if we did, had to be at a safe distance. We had, I think, so far we had about five quarantine birthdays within my immediate family which was pretty dope and fine with me i was the first one <laughs> i got a cake and get my card until maybe several months after my birthday but it was pretty dope and and i think uh, with the the birthdays i mean not covid but i think what this year has taught me is that you know we have to cherish the little things and the little things that, you know, that I'm learning to cherish more family, having more conversations, taking care of my mental health, um, embarking on, you know, the things that I want to do, the goals and desires that I have for myself and really being in tune with the creator. Um, cause all those materialistic stuff, there's a reason why it's shut down. Um, all those corporations are shutting down. It's that the material things don't matter. If you, um, I'm, excuse me, but I'm about to get a little bit deep, a bit philosophical, maybe even theological. But all those temporary things that we see, that we touch, are just that. They're temporary. Um, we have to focus on things that have eternal value, like love and joy and peace and happiness and spirituality. Because at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Um, like I said earlier, um, Christ matters. And I think that's what God has been trying to tell me and maybe others that believe in those that may not know him that we have to wake up and smell the coffee and really see what really matters and that's spending time with your loved ones that's giving thanks to god the most high for another day that's just taking a breather when life gets stressful you know those are the things that matter and i think that's what 2020 has taught me life will not plan according to plan and that everybody moves at their own pace so that's kind of what I gleaned from 2020. Hopefully you glean the same thing. If you want to um, share your personal reflections, um, I'm going to make a post about it later on on our social media handles. Um, if you want to share your personal reflections about the previous year, 
And then lastly, I'm gonna talk about my favorite tradition for the New Year's, making New Year's resolutions. I like making New Year's resolutions because it keeps me on track for the upcoming year. It, it helps me stay motivated about the goals that I want. But um, I think I wanna try to keep it simple because you know, with the unpredictability that 2020 had brought to us, I don't want 2021 to kind of be a repeat. Um, so I'm gonna um, sum up my news resolutions in one word. And I think I made it up for the rest, for every new year. Um, progress. I want to be progressive in my relationships, my friendships, my academics, my hobbies, um, my spirituality, my relationship with my creator, my business venture that I'm trying to pull together, this podcast, which is a business in of itself, um, my interactions with people. I wanna be progressive in my kindness and my compassion and my understanding and empathy for people. That's that's kind of what my New Year's resolution is. Just being progressive, not regressing back to old habits, old ways, old fears, or old doubts. And I think that should be everybody else's resolution, if you don't mind me suggesting that we all have to make progress. We all have to move forward. We can't go back to the past because what is past is past. What is now is now. That's why they call it the present. That's why it's called the gift. I don't know if I said that quote correctly, but you guys get what I'm saying. We all have to keep moving forward. It's a new year coming up. Honestly, I don't know what to expect of it. Um, I'm excited for it, but I don't want to have too much high hopes because 2020 has taught us that life has, has, um, doesn't always go to plan. And I learned my lesson from that. So I'm going to kind of treat... 2020 is a cautionary tale and maybe I may have to walk into 2021 on eggshells for a while um but you know we never know what's around the corner um I'm gonna leave it up to God um and the Holy Spirit because <laughs> we they they only have the answers um well he knows the answers he he knows tomorrow he holds tomorrow he has the whole world in his hands for goodness sake so Try not to worry, try not to overplan as much as you did this year, folks. Try to just take a life one step at a time and hopefully we can all usher in the new year with some peace, some stability, and some type of hope in some way, shape, form, or fashion. But um, I said a lot today. I think I rambled on and thank you for everybody that stuck around. But um, it's time for us to say goodbye. Hey muses, it has been quite a journey this season but thanks for sticking it out with us. Make sure to follow our podcast on Spotify, Anchor, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Connect with us on our social media handles at Melanated Muse Podcast on Instagram, at Muse Melanated, both M's capitalized on Twitter, and the Melanated Muse on Facebook for weekly updates. Also, follow me, Leah Maria, on my personal social media at writemeback underscore and at Leah underscore Marie without the A on Twitter. As a growing podcast, we are learning as we go along to enhance our brand and give you muses fresh new content every week. So please don't hesitate to send us a voicemail on Anchor or send us a DM on any of our social media handles if you have any further comments or questions. Want to be a guest or interested in having me, Leah Marie, as a guest on your own platform? 
send us an email at our email address, melanatedmuse20 at gmail.com. It was a great season, everybody. I learned so much. Um, I hope you guys learned a lot with me. And I will see you guys next season. Sending you love, peace, and light. The Melanated Music. Take care.